You're listening to highlights of the Creative Processes interview with Tom Perota. To listen to the full interview or hear more about the Creative Processes projects, please visit www.creativeprocess.info. One of the things that, that I, I was certain that my characters, and this is, you know, high school really is central to my vision. And, and one of the things I was saying about the adult characters in Little Children was that certain emotional baggage that they carried from high school was informing their behavior. They were really trying to uh, compensate for, or, you know, have, have a kind of a happier version of what, what they suffered in, in high school. They're trying to correct their past, you know, as adults, because somehow high school had hobbled them. Um, and, and I do think, you know, one of the things, it's just a pure demographic generational change. We don't grow up, you know, we don't think of ourselves as adults now until we're well into our thirties. And yet, you know, the society sort of is used to thinking of people in their late twenties as, as adults, but I don't know that they're thinking like traditional adults. I think the definition of adulthood has changed quite a bit and the childhood phase of life has stretched out for a, you know, a longer, longer period of time. You know, I, I, I think, first of all, I should say, um, my writing is probably less autobiographical than some people's, but the longer I do it, the more I see like I'm revisiting certain stories over and over again that, that are very close to, you know, the center of my own personal drama, I think. Um, you know, I, just for instance, I've been writing so much about sports uh, in recent years, and I, I'm, I was an athlete for the first half of high school, but, but so much of my identity and so much of my masculinity was informed by those years when I thought of myself as an athlete, you know, and I do think it's sort of something that really gets at the heart of, you know, being a man in America, at least in that, you know, sort of pre-feminist time when I was growing up. Um, and pre-fem, it wasn't pre-feminist in the world, but it was pre-feminist <laughs> in working class New Jersey. <laughs> you know, it's like, um, I grew up in a place that had very traditional expectations in terms of gender and, and sexuality. And, and uh, you know, when I got to college there, I suddenly stepped into this much wider world and everything that had seemed self-evidently true in the world that I had come from was suddenly up for grabs. And I, and I think I keep trying to recreate that moment of stepping into a wider world and, and finding oneself bewildered and, and liberated and challenged and disturbed, you know, all, all of those things you see it in, um, you know, Mrs. Fletcher, for example, you know, when she, suddenly uh, against her better judgment and all of her self-knowledge discovers that she's really interested in porn and that it's like shaking up her sense of what's possible in her life. Like that, that's a moment that um, is me reenacting, I think, the experience of leaving this small 
somewhat insular world and, and arriving in this bigger, um, threatening, challenging, um, liberating world of, uh, of college. You know, I think there's a kind of uh, opening up and a vulnerability and, and a kind of uh, transformative potential in those moments that are really, um, you know, that I think is just great for, for stories because char characters need to be in transition and, and that is a very much a transitional moment. Right, we're at this moment, again, because of these changes in our society and this focus on identity, which has been, you know, really interesting and really empowering in many ways, um, it's affected literature, right? So, so a lot of people have, uh, writers, I say, mostly a little younger than me, but some of them my age, um, moving away from, I think, you know, what you'd consider maybe a 19th century realist orientation, which says the novelist can range widely and imaginatively and, and try and create a portrait of a society. You know, autofiction has almost questioned the ethics of doing that, right? Do you have the right to try and imagine someone's, someone else's life? Maybe you're better off just sticking close to your own experience and your own identity. You have that authority, you know? But I, I just, I think, have really been committed to this project of, of trying to imagine um, a, a broad range of, of viewpoints and, and get them talking um, or, or, you know, just create that, that uh, polyphony of, of voices um, because I think there's a range of, um, you know, well, there's just always a range of characters and ideas. You know, the, the novels are debates in some sense. Um, and it's hard to do that if you're writing a book with just one character and, and one perspective. I think you often lose that sense of um, life as a form of conversation, debate, etc. I usually have a situation rather than a character. I've often been struck by um, hearing other writers talk about this, like I heard a voice, you know, they often hear like a, a voice of a character. But I, I am sort of I think the origins of my book books are intellectual. Like I have an idea about the culture war. I want to write about the effect of porn on people's sexuality. I want to write about, um, use the rapture as a way to think about grief and collective trauma and, and the way in which, um, you know, religion is born from mystery and, and the need, the human need for a narrative that, that explains. So I, I do think I have been writing originally from an intellectual place and then through that, you know, find characters who I can then inhabit. And that becomes really the, the most interesting and emotional part of it for me. But, but I do start, I think, with a situation or an idea rather than a character that I want to explore. So I end up being, I think, I think exploring character becomes the journey of the novel for me. You know, when I'm writing what's autobiographical, maybe there is a sense that like, well, I know how much I'm concealing at any given moment. Or I mean, maybe I don't even know how much, but I, I know that we're always presenting ourselves to, to other people and that our real dramas are in some sense secret dramas. Like, like I'm very committed to that idea. Uh, you know, one of the interesting things I will say is I think the younger generation doesn't, 
believe that in the way that like people my age do. You know, so many people lived in closets of sorts when I was growing up. And now there's there's really a you know rejection of that. People want to live their truth every minute of, of their lives, you know. And so I wonder what that what that will mean for fiction, you know, because fiction is so much based on people's secrets and and uh, people not being maybe allowed to express themselves in the way that they need to express themselves. Maybe that's a truth about humanity that won't change, but I do feel like, um, you know, storytelling will change because there's a different idea of character and identity that is that has entered the, the culture right now. The internet allows you to see that there's a community beyond the place where you live, you know? But that said, I, I do think um, it, it does lock you into an identity sometimes and, and it does make you feel watched all the time. You know, um, I think a world without privacy is, is probably scarier to me than it is to a lot of younger people. I just think they've never really imagined there was a world without privacy or, or they certainly didn't experience one. Um, you know, uh, in The Lady with the Pet Dog, Chekhov, um, there's a moment when um, the main character who's having an affair is is sort of, you know, looking around and realizing that, you know, he just basically says, people live their real lives in secret, and which is the reason why civilized people are so determined uh, to protect their privacy. And, and, you know, he's obviously, he's, he, his real life is he loves this woman who's not his wife and he's having to live with his wife, you know? So he, he really is like his most serious emotional story is happening and he can't share it with the people around him. Um, but, you know, I just, it'll be very interesting to uh, see what fiction becomes in a world where um, secrets are in short supply. Want to get involved with exhibitions or interviews? Email us at team at creativeprocess.info. Thank you for listening.